Welcome to the ReChurch Podcast. This is Tyler Armstrong, the student pastor at 12th Street Baptist Church in Rainbow City, Alabama, with our lead pastor, Thomas Winborn. We are asking the question, how can we become the church that Jesus intended? All right, welcome to this week's episode of the ReChurch Podcast, a special episode, our first video episode, Thomas. I'm here with Thomas Winborn. What's up, man? How are you doing this morning? Good, man. I'm glad to be with you. It's early, though. We usually do this in the afternoon. Yeah, man. first thing in the morning. I usually do this after like a cup of tea, cup of coffee. I haven't had that yet. Do you want to tell why we're doing it in the morning? Uh, yeah, because yesterday during the recording, <laughs> my wife called to tell me to stop by the grocery store for tacos. <laughs> at, the very, at the very last moment <laughs> that, of the like, recording. Like, yeah, shout out Ryan. This taco tastes incredible. I love you, boo. But yeah, the very last moment. So now we're here this morning recording this podcast, and so um, we're just gonna go with it. So who have you been? Um, who has your ear this week? Uh, Patrick Lencioni. So Patrick Lencioni is a, uh, a management guru, and uh, he's written a bunch of books. The most famous one is probably the Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And mm-hmm. that this guy, man, the way he writes, he writes these parables basically. That's like. 95% of the book. And at the very end, he tells you, here's what you should have learned through this parable. And uh, it's so quick to read, maybe a couple hours to read a book. But I have learned so much about leadership and management. One of the best management. leadership guys, and especially, and, and he's a believer too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, saying, he's correct. a believer. He's from the, the Catholic background. He's yeah. a believer. He very loves Jesus, man. Yeah, really yeah. solid guy. Um, I've been uh, listening to this Pastoring in a Pandemic. Um, it's a podcast released by Nine Marks. Yeah. If you're not familiar with Nine Marks, it's ministry out of Capitol Hill Baptist Church out of Washington, yeah. D.C. Um, I love those guys. Um, Jonathan Lehman's been just asking these pastors from all around the world, how are you pastoring right now in the midst of a pandemic? And I think it's like episode two, they actually interview a guy from Zambia. Mm-hmm. And so really interesting to see how, you know, these guys do it and how, and even the ideas that you can hear from them. Yeah. And so, um, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, I'd encourage you to check it out. Who you've been worshiping with. So, uh, this is, uh, this week I'm giving you guys somebody new, uh, Tennille Nada. Uh, it's a, a lady. I don't. I don't like all her stuff, but this song "Mercy" that she sings has really been resonating with yeah. me. And I think uh, it's really going to resonate with a crowd that may hear this that uh, doesn't connect with a lot of the other styles of music I listen to. It's very different. So "Mercy" by Tennille Nada. Um, Thomas, I don't know if y'all know this. Thomas has like a worship playlist where he's been sending it out on Facebook. If you haven't seen mm-hmm. it, and one of the things he's been doing is using this. And so, like sometimes, like I'll just be like, just a random assortment of music, which I really appreciate. Sure. Um, you know, somebody serves in this church, or somebody who is a member of this. Church, church because I can actually see, hey, this is who's been influencing his heart and you know, who he's been yeah, worshiping yeah. with. So it's been really you yeah. know, beneficial for me. So shout out to you for that. Thanks, man. Um, I've been listening to Romans 8 Live uh, by Emmanuel Worship. So I've, I, I I saw this album like dropped a while back, but then we started our series on Romans 8. Yeah. And so I've been listening to it. This is Emmanuel Worship. They're out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I'm a, I love Ray Orland. Like he's one of my favorite like, pastors you from talk afar. About him all the time. Oh yeah, dude. I love this guy. Um, he actually doesn't pastor this church anymore. He passed over to, um, gosh, what's that guy's name? TJ Timms, I think I'm mistaken. I'm probably just totally butchered that. But anyway, I love this album because it has such a unique Nashville sound. Like, it has, sure. you can hear the steel guitar in the background, and all yeah. of it is based upon Romans 8. Like, every song, and they have Shaolin, who's a yeah, you know, yeah. you know, Christian rapper, yeah. r- reading scripture, and like Ray Ortland, like speaking at different times. Like, it's just such a neat live album. And so, I've been listening to it to try to help myself memorize Romans 8. And so, I would encourage you, I mean, if you were interested in that kind of stuff, it has kind of a country feel to it, which I don't necessarily mind. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. uh, and when I say country, not like Florida Georgia Line, that's not country. I'm talking like real country, you know, still guitar in the background. It's good. Yeah. I would encourage anybody to listen to it. What have you been reading? 
so I started this. I mentioned it a while back, but I've been reading it more. We were camping out in the backyard like three or four days last week during the week. I was yeah. end up sleeping outside with the kids, and um, uh, I was just reading by the fire. And the multiplication effect by Mac Lake. Man, I've been breezing through this book, and it's been really good. If you want to be a leader who multiplies yourself, who reproduces yourself, which is a biblical mandate, this book helps you set up a plan to do that down to the specifics. And so it's a really great book. I, I breeze through like from chapter six to chapter eighteen like one night basically just couldn't put it down it's really good uh mac lake the multiplication effect what about you uh for me um i've been flipping through the pastor's book by r kent hughes um i think that any guy who's going into ministry or you know i mean anybody who's going to be in pastoral ministry for sure needs to have this book sure um i've used it for a past class and i'm taking another class that's using this as the textbook and so, um, it like last night, like I had to read about, um, about funeral services yeah. and like, I mean, just the idea of death as an evangelist, you know, like, and just, I mean, just, he brings Arkent Hughes, I mean, just great pastor, you know, yeah. just bring so many pastoral insights. So great book. I've In been fact, flipping through that. My friend George, uh, out of uh, Fort Worth hit me up last night and yeah. he just read a book by uh, Arkent Hughes and his wife, Barbara Hughes also mm-hmm. helped to write it. It's called liberating ministry from the success syndrome. And, wow. uh, like he was, he was basically like, if you haven't read it, go buy it today and read it because i've read it before yeah. i had it in a, in a, in a doctoral have class. you read uh disciplines of a godly man have you read that i've one? got it i've yeah, read some man, of it yeah it's really good it's too phenomenal, yeah dude. it's so good but he's, this guy's prolific and in fact tyler you and i we listen to him a lot we'll read him a lot because we look at his commentaries on just about yeah. every passage it's a, we preach. probably i mean in my opinion some of the best modern pastoral commentaries yeah. out there the preaching the word commentary yeah i don't know if you can see it in the camera but it's like right up here on the top for what yeah. you've got of it yeah it's yeah. really great and, and the cool thing is if you have the esb app you know yeah. your phone you can pay for a subscription and you can get every commentary digitally yeah, for really cheap for man. cheap man for a couple bucks like, like just a couple of bucks yeah. a year and i mean and you can access that digitally so like if you like come across come upon a confusing passage you can look at the esv study bible which has more study focused apps and then you can read a guy's sermon on that yeah and so and see how he broke it down and so um it's been i I love those commentaries they're some of my favorites and so what's a book that everyone needs to read this is our big statement every week if this is the first time you're tuning in like this is the book that we most time recommend like a christian (laughs) classic or some kind of resource so what's a book that everyone needs to read it's getting hard it's getting hard because we've been doing this for a while and so we're we're kind of running down the list nine or ten now yeah so this one uh is by martin luther uh not martin luther king but martin luther the reformer Mm -hmm. 500 years ago wrote a wrote a short treatise called on christian liberty and it's basically on the freedom of a christian uh I like Luther because, A, I mean, he's the, the spark that ignited the fire that yeah. basically roared through uh, all of Europe to, for the Reformation to hit, for then sure. into England, and then it's impacted the world. But uh, I like Luther because he basically is doesn't mince his words. Yeah. And so uh, the, the old adage that I've heard before is that, you know, Zwingli, who was a pretty famous guy in the Reformation, that he, he battled like he was battling with a dagger, and then Calvin battled like he battled with a sword. Um, and like fencing style, uh, but Luther battles like he has a club, and so when he's like going after the Pope, which is he's what a his big arch nemesis, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's basically laying out these insults that make me laugh out loud. I'm not saying they're great; you shouldn't do this. Yeah, it's right? really but, funny. There's 
I, there used to be a website that was like called like Luther Insults yeah, yeah. com, Luther's Insult something, and you could like type it like you could like hit a random Martin Luther insult, right, and then send it to your friends. So like back when I was in college, like we uh, you know we had some friends of mine that we just send Martin Luther insults <laughs> back right, and forth. One another. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And I don't know, I probably shouldn't say this, but my favorite insult that he throws out, but he's going to say it. Notice this. Not necessarily <laughs> that you should say this, but the way he says it, he basically is is coming against the Pope, right? Because he's trying to talk about we shouldn't be selling indulgences, letting mm-hmm. people into heaven, quote, by yeah, selling stuff. things. Yeah, anti-gospel at the time. And so uh, he basically says to the Pope that you are the excrement pooped out by Satan. Yeah. But he says it in way more vulgar language than Very that. Because, German, thick. Yeah. Because he was a dude that lived in the midst of a bunch of dudes. He was a monk, right? Mm-hmm. And so you got dude talk. They talk about bathroom talk. That's what guys do. That's what yeah. like boys do, you know? And so I think that's part of it. We wouldn't talk like that today, but that's no. how Luther talked. No, we try not to talk that way. And he says know? it very eloquently. I mean, almost to where you're like, man, that was really harsh and bad, but like, I didn't mind listening to it. Yeah, well, that, that's the funny thing about those insults. Like, you could send them to like different guys, and then right. everybody like, what in the world is he even talking about? You yeah. know, but it was an insult. And yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so for me, y'all, I'm going to recommend this little book right here. Um, it's the New City Catechism by Tim Keller and Sam Shamas. Um, I love the New City Catechism. Yeah, uh, I was uh, telling Thomas yesterday, I cannot wait for Brooks. Um, he's 18 months just recently. It's crazy. Uh, but as soon as he gets old enough, I want to sit down with him and do these once a week. And they have, the cool thing is, is the website has kids resources. They have, um, apps, they have devotionals. Yeah. I mean, genuinely I have, I mean, it's just, it's almost limitless. Yeah. I think you said the app's free. I couldn't recall yeah. if it's free or not. Yeah, the but app, I, I think if I'm not mistaken, I believe the app is free. What we loved about the app personally is that when you go through this, like each question has a long answer, like an adult mm-hmm. answer. And then they have a shortened version. Even in the booklet, it shows you a different coloring of it. So yeah. it shows you the short answer for kids, but in the app, it actually has, song put to each of these so that you can memorize it the kids can memorize it by singing it yeah and so it's really really good stuff man um and it also has like scripture that you can dive into further and all these things i mean like uh the first question is what is our only hope in life and death and it's like that we are not our own but belong to god you know that's that's the kids version but then obviously the adult version goes deeper yeah um the other day i was i got a friend of mine that he's taking his daughter through it she's four and um he's been posting like their journey through it on facebook and he's like you know like who who are we like who do we belong to and yeah. she said Jesus like and the reason why she knew that was because they've been you know catechizing her and yeah. now this is kind of yeah. an ancient form of discipleship I mean this is how the church has always done That's it good. Um, since the beginning and it's just it, the best thing about it 52 questions so one for each week of the year ask yeah. a question ask that question each week over dinner and all these things so I would highly recommend this resource to and anyone. people think you need to wait on this to kids get older but kids develop at early stages by memorization yeah. and so this is perfect for little kids yeah for like yeah. three four years old yeah, I mean like I mean I mean I, I even told her I was like, man, when Brooks gets to be two, when he can sit down a little bit longer, like right now, like it's like most of our prayer time is, okay, God, thank you for Brooks. Thank you for this day. Amen. Then he like hits me over the head with a bat. Like that's about our prayer time right now. But I think once he gets a little bit older, maybe we can start introducing some of these things. Let me throw this back in too. I meant to say on the on Christian Liberty part, that's something that's free because it's been around for so long. You find it online for free. That's an easy one or a dollar on Kindle or Mm -hmm. something like that. But uh, New City Catechism is not expensive either. Five, seven bucks, something like that. It's yeah. a really good resource. Yeah. And um, once again, app, download it. It's digital. And so you can put that on your kids' apps and it's great. So. Yeah. All right. So what are we talking about today? So we're talking about reopening. Okay. So, but hold up. Yeah. I was about to say, we just talked about this. So why are we talking about it again? Well, so last time we talked about it with all the things we were thinking through concerning reopening. Pure speculation. Yeah. What what do we have to think through to get to the point of reopening? And And now we're talking about a plan. I think kind of the reason why we did that was because we knew that, you know, Governor Ivey was going to be coming out soon and saying, hey, I mean, just kind of just by the way the nation was trending at the moment. 
hey, we're about to reopen. Yeah, well, in fact, we did. We recorded it like a week before she opened things back up. Yeah, and so, so and so, like, we kind of figured we're like, okay, we need our people to yeah. be thinking about, hey, what does this mean? You know, like, does that mean that as soon as we reopen, we're back at church on Sunday? Right. Like a lot of our people actually thought we could do, but then we also yeah. had people that were like, wait, pump the brakes. So we have been thinking through this. This is something that we've been thinking through. So now I've. I'm just going to speak for the speak for the both of us. Now we're going to release our plan and talk about when we're reopening, how it's going to look, and all these things. So, what day are we going to be gathering together and worship again in person? Yeah, right now what we have set aside is June seven. Mm-hmm. June seventh is going to be our first day open. But now that's that's I put an asterisk there. We're not going back to normal on no. June seventh. Right, we're not going back to normal. We even I, I'm going to be honest with you, and, and and I think I think a lot of people like may resonate with this. I don't know if going back to normal is ever going to be a thing. Like, like does that make sense? Like, I think like, it'll I be think, a new normal. Yeah, there's going to be a new sure. normal. I think that I think this. I think I like using language. We talked about this as seasons. Sure, we're in a completely new season now. Like, yeah. like what was normal before? Like, I mean, like most like people who study economics are saying that we've been launched ten years ahead, which we've been talking about for a yeah, while. Yeah. And yep. so I think that ministry as usual. Like, I mean, we were talking about the other day, student ministry like camps all these things like they're gonna have to change yeah and so i genuinely think that whatever normal is for us we still don't even know really what that looks like like this is just yeah. a step in the process to I get mean, us back just a there. small sample of that is the fact that we've never gone through and sanitized our entire building no. in one suite before it's never happened we've had diseases and and, and things that Flu. are i mean i mean i think exactly. it was like last year at vbs we had like a you know a small, oh yeah a, a bunch of kids got sick yeah, after kids. VBS. yeah. So, so so now though we're talking about one part of this is sanitizing the building every time we have people in here yeah so, but this week, this week, June seventh, we're making some changes. They're really big changes. So, the first big things we got to remember is that um, a we're not going to open up for two services. We're going to maintain drive-in church. Yes, but we are changing times on things because mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out how to do this well. How do you have people come into the parking lot to park to go to a service and then leave without? intermixing with people that are coming in for driving church and creating a giant block up of people. Just a huge log jam. Right. So, so like what times are we going to be gathering so the So the the early time that we do our live stream will be our modern service. We're going Just to swap like it up was music before two, yep. about two months ago when we were still gathering. Yep. So. so the modern service will be our live stream. That's going to happen at 9.30 a.m. 9.30 and then at eleven we'll do drive-in, so we're also going to notice ask, that small change on drive-in. Yeah, not eleven fifteen. Not eleven fifteen. Eleven. If you show up at eleven fifteen, Thomas is probably going to be preaching. All right. Yeah, so, that's right. Like, which is fine. <laughs> I mean, you can you can you can sneak in the back of the parking lot, but eleven, not eleven fifteen. And that isn't starting now. It's like you confused. That's yeah. June seventh. June seventh. We're still spot. doing everything normal until our normal currently. Yeah. Until yeah. June seventh. Yep. So, so so let's talk about entrances and exits. So let's say me, Ryan Brooks. We come to worship that right. mon- that 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 Monday, that Sunday. We don't worship on Mondays. That right. Sunday, <laughs> we worship every day. God, yeah, we do worship every day. I'm talking about <laughs> local church gathered together, man. It's a long night, bro. <laughs> and so, um, where do we need to come in at? Do I just walk through the main entrance? No. So what we're doing, if you're coming to our early service, our modern service, the live streaming service, then we want you to park down beside the preschool entrance. So if you come into our parking lot and you're looking at the front of our building, it'll be on the left. Big blue fence. Yeah. You turn left, you go on the left side and you park down that side and then all the way around the back. Is there enough parking back there? Yeah, we got 57 parking spaces. Look at you knowing that. Well, we, yeah. Yeah, we counted that. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not like we just have to have many parking spaces to memorize. Like we talked about, we talked about 
this yesterday in staff yeah, meeting. Yeah. We're like, how many parking spaces do we have? So yep. I think Charles went and counted for us. Yeah, so we, we're going to have enough parking, I believe. If we need to, we'll park some other places. We'll have people helping park, but we'll park along that side, and we're going to come in the back door, the single door in the sanctuary. Yeah, Walmart style. Like yeah. one entrance barricaded in, and we're just going to, that way we can get a head count, make sure we don't exceed capacity and all those yep. things. So when I say Walmart style, you, if you've been to the grocery stores, like they have yeah. like these like, barricades up to make sure that everybody stays in and they can get a good, accurate head count. Yep. And we're going to do that too because we're also going to limit our capacity to about 50%. Yeah. Um, now, I don't think we'll have 50% in the room. I think with Drive-In Church, we're going to have lower numbers. Most churches are reporting that have already opened. 25 to 50% of people are coming yeah. back. So right now, and others are still live streaming. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have that. If there's inclement weather, we might open up some other doors at that point yeah. in time, like coming through the playground or something where it's covered and you can walk through a covered area. But for right now, that's the where we're going to have that one entrance and that'll be our one exit as well. Um, and know this, when we do leave, we will also leave by rows. Yeah. So we will kind of section in rows and now it's like, hey, this row can go. That way people don't get jammed up trying to get out the door and we don't have people rubbing shoulders, rubbing elbows. Yeah. We're trying to keep the six foot rule. And to, and to, and to help us out too, um, if you've been to driving church, we have a new parking lot team. That's you know, there's a bunch of great men in our church. Yep. We're going to continue that ministry and yep. make it even more sniper focused on yep. what we need to be doing on all of these things. And so, like, they're going to be directing you to where to park. There's going to be new handicap spaces that we're making yep. for you know for for our, our senior adult members or anybody who needs a handicap space. And then they're going to be able to help you exit as well, so that there's not going to be a log jam. And right. so, which I, I mean, I genuinely I think that this really could work. I mean, I think once again we don't know yet until we yeah. see. It. Happens. Yeah, it's all. But I think dark. that this is going to be a great plan for us, especially dismissing by rows. And so now let's talk about this once you get back into the room. So but now, wait, before we do that, make yeah, sure we understand for this, some of our older folks that that want to be here, we're going to have some handicapped parking right across the front yeah. by the door as well. So there will be slots for you. Um, but we'll do our best. And we'll also have the potential if we have a lot of folks come that need help to get in the building. We have a golf cart. We can pick people up their cars. We got all kinds of things we can do. So we'll just try to figure it out as we go. Yeah, and it's going to be one of those things, y'all that like just be patient because we're still figuring this out this is a yep. completely new season of ministry um for all of us i mean so be patient with us and we'll be patient with you and we're going to love jesus together and worship gladly so me ron brooks we come into that back door yeah what do we need to do well, so you're going to notice something really strange at first. We've taken out every other row. Yeah. And so we're asking people when they come in. But to wait, what's the gap between those rows? About seven feet. Oh, man, perfect. Yeah, so it's about seven feet between the rows. And we are asking people, when you enter a row, you pick out whatever row you want to go to, just go to the far end of that row and sit down. And then when you come into a row that already has people in it, we want you to leave at least three empty chairs between you and and that other family three unit. Three empty chairs, y'all, is exactly six feet. Yeah. And so family units can sit together. If you live in the same household, yep. that's kind of our thing. You can sit yep. together. But if you do not live in the same household, we ask that you sit three feet apart. Yeah, and three, three you, chairs you three, apart. Three feet. Three, gosh, man. <laughs> three chairs apart. Dr. Falsey just somewhere just went, like, three feet, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this we're, we're separating out to uh, six feet apart in that way, and we're also reducing capacity because of that. That's yeah. how it's going to look. And uh, we're asking when you come in to make sure you give that space. So, again, if you're a family unit, you sit together at the end of the row, and then when you come in, if there's already a family in that row, then you to keep three chairs between you and that group okay and so that's how we want you to separate out um, we'll remind people as they're walking in with our greeters yep. in that way um, also good to recognize that the giving people want to be giving right yeah. and so people have been given so well we'll talk about that in a second but um, 
we want to make sure you know we're not passing plates. And so mm. there'll be a box in the back of the room that you can give Which to. Which has been there. Which yeah, is, it's, it's yeah. been there for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, we've been ready. We're kind of, in a way, ready for this. Yes, know? yeah. And, and then at Drive-In Church, we have a box people can drive by and drop in if they mm. want to give. Or you can give online. I mean, that's a, the, the cleanest, easiest, easiest way option. to give without having to worry about uh, giving contamination, uh, contamination yeah. and all that stuff with giving. Um, knowing that online, we also have the option when you give, there's fees associated with that for us. And so there's a button you can click. It's a heart. And when you click that, then you pay the fees for the giving and the church doesn't get hit by yeah. that out of your tithe. So, um, but those are the ways of giving in that way. And then if, uh, if we're overflowing with people, which I yeah. don't really expect at first, but if we are, then we have opened up the student area and there will be uh, social distancing seating in there as well. And we yeah. will live stream it in. And so you can still participate with people, but it'll be live streamed into that room. And if we have a large number of people, we have other rooms we can use. Yeah, we have too. multiple overflow rooms that we've been working through ideas and all these things. Yep. And uh, just going back to the giving thing, like I, I, we were talking about this yesterday and staffing, just kind of praising God. Troll Street, you've been so faithful. I mean, it has just yeah. been so overwhelming just by the grace of God. Like we were expecting, I mean, what was the number, 20 to 25%? I was thinking at least 25% drop in giving yeah, based I mean, off what we see other churches having and also what the experts were saying. So have we seen that? No, in fact, we were a little bit low in giving in the first of the year, maybe about ten percent down. Um, now this is no, this is pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic, yeah. But now what we've actually seen is people are giving up to normal what we expected with our budget or above that. That's crazy. It's it's nuts. We know that some people can't give as much yeah, because, because they're struggling right now with their jobs. I mean, yeah, just the service industry so, and everything's so different now. Yep. But there are people still giving above and beyond. Yeah, and so yeah. and we, and we we get when it's struggling. We understand that. I mean, you've got to take care of your family. You got to do it. Take care of your family. Yeah, yeah. But but the, the people are still faithful even in that. And mm-hmm. then the people that are have are giving even more. Which is just so. I mean, I mean, praise God. Like, yeah. I mean, just he, he is so good. It is so it is so encouraging to be a part of a faith family that wants to be that generous and, and, and then that buy, that's buying into the ministry to yeah. allow us to continue to reach people. Well, that means they they trust the leadership, but also their faith faithful to the church, but even more so faithful to their Lord. And that's the huge part of being a part of a faith family like this is that uh, people are committed yeah. and uh, it's very encouraging to be a part of a faith family where people are basically saying, we're going to do whatever it takes to serve the community and serve the kingdom, even in the midst of something like this. Yeah. And so, so thank you, 12th Street. That's, yeah. that, that is our thank you. I mean, we, we love you all. Yeah. This is, it's just been incredible to be a part of. So let me ask you this. Okay. So um, my son is actually here with me this morning. He is, he's, he's, he's somewhere with Olivia right now. Right. And so, and, and you saw him when he came in this morning, you know, bat in hand, ball, in other hand, and he's just hitting everything inside. All right. Like he right. is the little Martin Luther, you know, that right. we talk about. <laughs> so let's just say, I mean, he's rambunctious. So we bring him to service and he yeah. starts getting loud. Is there anything I can do in that? Like, I mean, kids ministry, like what's going on there? Yeah. So we're not doing any kids ministry okay. right now at all. So there's no kids ministry right now. We're basically looking at the possibility of doing a few events through the summer, but really kicking back off into full swing when schools kick back in. Um, that's kind of our, our plan right now. And all that could change. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah. So first of all, if you have kids, let me say this. If you have kids and you're in the service. Um, Thomas, do you have kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So most people know I have five kids, eight and under. So I live in virtual chaos yeah, all dude, the time. Organized mass chaos. So in our house, my wife and I incredible. are talking. Like, yeah. like, it is incredible to watch y'all work, man. Like, well, it's, we'll, it's we'll, awesome. we can talk through just about anything. Sometimes we have to stop them because they're so loud we can't hear literally. Yes. But otherwise we can work through anything. It doesn't really bother us. Some people get overwhelmed pretty quickly, especially folks without kids, but it doesn't yeah. bother us. So I'm saying yeah. that to you. I love if it. If you have 
have kids and you're in the service, if they're acting up a little bit, talking, making some noise, that does not bother me. It does not bother most people in no. the room. And and most people is a sign of a growing church. Man, how like, beautiful is it to have the sounds of children listening to someone speak the word of God, watching their parents worship? How are they going to learn, really, if they don't see their parents worshiping? I mean, this, this really could be a great opportunity for discipleship. Like, that's what I was telling yeah, Brian yeah. the other day, even just being at home with Brooks more. Yeah. Like, we will never get this time back. Like, like there are so many parents that do not have this time with their kids. Yep. And we have extra time with him. And so, I mean, it's, yep. it's, it's kind of like a, you know, a weird blessing in disguise, you know? It's a huge thing. It's yeah. a huge thing that we have. In fact, you know, Tracy's been putting together these uh, sheets that have like games and puzzles and stuff that work with that the sermon. The yeah, the center yes. around the scripture we're preaching on that mm-hmm. week. And she has a coloring sheet for the little kids. Yeah. I mean, you can even take that home and have a family devotion just recounting the main points of yeah. the sermon at their level. Yeah. You and know? That, I mean, and like going back to driving church, like Brooks loves driving church because like he's in the front seat of the car blowing right. the horn while you're preaching. <laughs> yeah. and he's the only one blowing the horn. I thought, you were, I thought you were saying amen. No, dude, that's him. And so, oh. no, he, 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 okay. he, I don't, I'm, I'm questioning whether or not he's Baptist. Like, I think he's more Baptist <laughs> than his father is. And so, but, um, I mean, he's dancing. makes you nervous just yeah. to say that. Yeah, dude, it does. I'm just kidding. And so, um, I, 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 have, I have some more charismatic family members. But, so. but here's what we do, though. If, if you feel overwhelmed and yeah. you feel like you've got to step out for a moment or for the rest of the service, whatever you need to this, do. I love this, y'all. This yeah, is Tracy Tra- Griggs. She came up with this idea. Oh, it's uh, so good. We're taking all of the rooms down the hall from the service from our main auditorium uh, we already have the the nursing mother's room mm-hmm. okay um, and there's places still gonna be open. yeah that's still open places where you can change your kids you can wipe down everything when you're done you can change your kids if you need to change diapers in the bathrooms we have places for that in the men and women restrooms yes but if you need a place for your family each of those rooms down that hall that are normally even Sunday school rooms those rooms are going to be used as a family room yeah and they have TVs we're going to be able to live every yeah. every room is going to be live streaming the service into that room yep and so so that way, like, let's just say, I mean, Brooks is acting up. Me and Ron and him can go down to the family room and let him just run around that yep. room, have a good time, play with his toys while me and my wife are still engaging in the worship service. Yeah, and we'll have somebody there to direct you to help you find that if you don't know where that yeah. is. But what's really great about it is even better, there's a delay of about six to nine seconds on the live stream. And yeah. so you may not even miss anything when you by the time you get to the Yeah, room. by the time I get on there, yeah, it'll be where I was. You're right so. where you were, yeah. It's like going back in time. Yeah. Back to the future. You know? <laughs> right. so, the DeLorean. But, um, but. But, but but really though, I mean, I I love this idea. Like, it's like really I, good I think idea. I think yeah. that like, and if anything, if there's any young families going, man, I like I want to come back to church. Like I, I want to come back. Yeah, I think this is such an encouraging thing to think about because y'all, like, this gives you the opportunity to say, you know what, there is a place for my kid to go. And yeah. the best thing is, is that we're we're, we're going to put something on the doors that way we can say this room's occupied. Yeah. That way that you know you don't cross contaminate with another family or anything yeah. like that, just to keep you safe, um, just to keep our family safe. But I yeah. love this idea, so thank you, Tracy. That was a wonderful idea. And just to segue to that about sanitizing, just to say that we we have a system we've developed from working with like Bob Blum, who used to run a waste management company, yeah. who knows about decontamination has been helping us to research the guys and, a beast yeah dude and he's found out a lot of things about about this process and as we've been researching we found out what some of the uh, fire stations are doing between calls to decontaminate a really simple process and so we are using a food grade decontaminant mm-hmm. um, that is really good it's okay to be around um, and we're spraying that on everything everywhere when people leave when the space food grade, what do you mean some people may not understand something that, that it's a decontaminant that you can spray and if it lands on something that you eat if you eat that it's not going to be harmful to you so that's gotcha. crazy. Now, some people might disagree with some of that based off the chemical compositions of things yep. and stuff like that. What you want to eat, that's up to you. But however, what I'm saying is it's safe to be in the same room. With it. In fact, you can, enter, you can enter into the room within five minutes. 
and all that's out of the air and it's already doing its job. In fact, we use this every day after the preschool closes. We have yeah. we have our uh, Steve who who does this for us goes in and behind it, in every room sprays everything in every area of the room and it's dry within about ten minutes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. And so we were actually estimating that it was going to be dry in about twenty minutes, and now it dries in ten minutes. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. So we're going to be no, so like we're sanitizing the service. When are we doing that? We're doing that at, the day after. Right now, because we're only open once. Yeah, uh, we're not having two services. We're gonna do, we're gonna wait. 24 hours then somebody can go in and sanitize the whole thing nice um trying to again try to work the safe as we can so and another thing that we're going to encourage everyone to do is if you have a mask yeah please bring it and wear it yeah um this is just for just 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 to be a good steward just so that we can uh, keep everyone safe um they're encouraging you to do this when you go into a public place and so this is what we're trying to do we are trying to do this so that we can be sure to take care of our people who may be immunocompromised so that we can do all those things thanks brother and so um my biggest thing that you know we need to do we need to mention though is that if you're on stage if you're doing anything like that we're not going to be wearing a mask and why is that thomas well no mask because it's really hard to preach with a microphone attached to your face when you have a mask on um it'd be rubbing making lots of noise are people singing on stage you wouldn't be able to audibly understand what they're saying so we're not gonna be wearing masks on the stage but we do want to protect our folks that are the most susceptible that might come and Mm -hmm. so that's the reason why we want everybody to wear a mask if you have one yeah um and it's not it's not comfortable i don't prefer to wear a mask i don't want to wear a mask but if i am off the stage and and if i'm not preaching i'm going to be wearing a mask i'm when i go there to do you know the welcome or the scripture reading that we've been doing i'm gonna take my mask off and i'm gonna put it immediately back on so my mask may be hanging off my ear you know i mean like but <laughs> right. but i mean I, I mean this is just a great way for us to keep our keep our people safe and that way we don't spread the virus i mean like yeah. so many times like i mean there was that church in south korea at the beginning of the pandemic yeah that one lady like contaminated eighty thousand people i mean like, yeah. it was well, like they, they traced it all yeah, back eight thousand people i'm yeah. sure remember how many people went well 8, the largest so. outbreak from one location in alabama has been from a church yeah and so we want to be careful about that. Yeah, we just want to be, be we just want to be wise, and you know, just say the words of Jesus: be as wise as a serpent, as peaceful as doves. And, we, yeah. we know we know this too because when you have a new baby, the worst place you can bring that baby is probably church. Everybody wants to hug on that baby, oh, kiss that baby, put the hands in the mouth. It's Which weird, none right? of no, like no hugging, none of that stuff yeah. right now, man. Yeah, maybe I saw if you want to hit elbows, like baseball style. That? Yeah, yeah, they had like they had like, they had plastic up, and you could stick your arms through it and hug one another. And yeah. I was like, that is so funny, but we're not gonna do yeah, that. we're not doing that. No, like I'm I. I can't subset myself to do that. In but. addition to all these things, we're also going to have automatic hand sanitizers. Yeah. So the kind that you put your hand under and the hand sanitizer comes out. If you have your own, bring it. We're, we've ordered these things. They haven't shown up uh-huh. yet. In limited supplies. Too. Yeah, limited supplies. So they haven't shown up yet. So we're hoping to have that. We think we'll have that by then. They say that we will have that, but we're not sure about that. So be aware of those things as well. And, and on top of that too, just go back to the mask. All of our volunteers are going to be wearing masks as well. And so greeters, yeah. parking lot people, everybody's going to be wearing a mask. And so that yeah. way, I mean, just once again, we just want to be safe. That's what these hand sanitizing stations are going to do. And then we're going to sanitize behind you. So each week you're going to come in and this yeah. room's going to be squeaky clean. All yeah. right. Um, it's going to be like that scene from Space Jam. Do you remember that scene where Taz like goes around and... I've like, literally never watched Space Jam. You've never seen Space Jam? That was popular when you were a kid. Bro. Not when I was a kid. You've never, it doesn't matter, <laughs> dude. Okay, y'all, we we're, we gotta watch Space Jam. There's a I think, scene, I think there's we a scene with Tasmanian and Devil and that ask who's watched it of people that are watching. Yeah, we this. will because like there's a scene where like they do spit shine and they all spit on the ground and then Taz like goes around and like does like like cleans the gym up and he's like and he goes, lemony fresh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny um, you mentioned that the, the, it's the, so funny the chemical we're using is called lemon seven. Oh man every week yeah. i'm just gonna stump lemony fresh <laughs> just like taz we're just gonna play that scene 
I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut it out of Space Jam, and you're gonna go home and watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, maybe. Dude, let your kids watch it. It's great. I my promise. kids were begging me to watch The Princess Bride, so we did. That's an awesome one to watch, by the way. But my I, kids, I, I, my kids okay. last night, you know what they wanted to watch? Yeah. They they wanted to watch that. Oh, I can't remember the name now. It's the the, the twins that switch places. I was, I was hoping you was gonna say Cody Peterson. No. <laughs> I was like, yes, I've got him hooked. <laughs> now, what's the name of that? They swap places. Oh, uh, Parent twins. Trap. Parent man. Trap. Yeah. They didn't want to watch the new one. They wa- we watched the nineteen sixty one. Not the one version. with Lindsay Lohan. No. no. Uh, see, I've I, I watched the old it's one. It's hard to watch that now. Yeah, it is. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, y'all, uh, really quick, let's go back here. Let's finish this out. Drive-in church. Yeah, and don't forget earlier time. Earlier right? time. So oh, 11 o'clock. 9.30 will be the live streaming modern service where you can come in the room mm-hmm. at 11 o'clock, not 11.15, 11 a.m. is going to be drive-in service. And With a more traditional feel. Yeah, so when we mm-hmm. at June 7, we're going to swap back to where the, the, the drive-in church will still have a guitar and, and, and one person singing and playing guitar just because our soundboard out there won't do more than that. Uh, but we're going to be doing more traditional music at that point, and we're not going to be doing like a mix of stuff. We're going to be more traditional. And then on the internals at 930 we'll have a modern style yeah, for our live stream just like we were doing before the yeah. pandemic and um and i love that we're keeping driving church an option yeah like, like because i mean we talked about this yeah. the whole live stream thing that we've started man it's it, it's good it, it really is good. it's the front door it's, of the church it's now. the front door of our church now like i mean this is the first thing that people are seeing online yeah. now to get yeah. in but nothing can be gathering together. And one of the best things that we did during the pandemic was driving church. Yep. I yep. mean, and, and now that people and people that are immunocompromised and all this, I mean, it's, it is such a blessing to be able to see people in the parking lot and even just wave at them. I mean, it's not the same as gathering in person, sure. but it is the next best thing. I mean, it isn't, I love every Sunday getting to go up on the roof and like count the cars and all this. Cause yeah. I'm like, this is so incredible to see yeah. and it's safe. I mean, it's a, it, it's, it's safe especially when and our church has done a great job of abiding by the rules and i can tell you i'm super tired of looking at a camera with nobody else in the room except our yes. audio video tech people which i love what they're doing but mm-hmm. sitting in the background not paying attention to what i'm it saying because so, they're working on stuff the whole time yeah. you know what i mean they're listening but they're working the whole time it's so awkward i mean yeah. it really is i mean like yesterday we had a guy come up and you know preach for the first time yeah, josh yeah, yeah josh gave yeah. preach for the first time the first time he ever preached was Here, to yeah. an empty room to a camera with like two or three people in the room. It's so hard to do. Oh it. man, and I can't wait to I can't wait to watch it tonight. You know, for yeah. you know for our Philippian study, I cannot wait to see how he did because I mean. I could imagine preaching to an empty room for my first sermon. Oh, no way. I mean, well, and he's preached before. He has experience preaching, yeah. but doing that here, it's been a yes. while since he's had that experience. And so, um, I mean, yeah, he, I'm at first time preaching. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really hard, but that's why we love driving church. It's going to be so good to be back in a room and not just turning the camera, but be having people in there that we know and love. And we're, we're basically having a conversation with over scripture. And so yeah. I'm really excited about that as well. But remember the time change. 930 will be the early service, modern service, where we will live stream. You'll come in the room for a modern yeah. service. And 11 o'clock will be our driving church 11 a.m not 11 15 uh, starting june 7th so we'll be announcing it we'll be putting out word but this is the first step of telling everybody about it so what are you looking forward to the most you know about regathering in person like, 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 like looking forward to june 7th like i don't think i don't think june 6th i may not even sleep that night like i'm that excited <laughs> so i don't usually sleep the night before I yeah, preach either. Yeah, so um, I, I don't sleep and so uh <laughs> yeah the most successful good question man I, I think just being in the same room with people but it's hard because i've kind of a hugger i want to go up and hug people and be excited to see one another it's going to be good there's going to be a little bit of trepidation for some people though so i I hate that but um it's just part of the process we live in right now you know so i'm really excited about getting just being in the same room together uh enjoying that um trying to lead well it's sharing the word worshiping singing music together that's what i was gonna say i think the thing i'm looking forward to the most is congregational worship like i watched um 
I think it was um, Adam Swan, you know, friend of ours. I watched yeah. uh, one of his. I watched his service they did outdoor this past week, and just to hear congregational singing on video, yeah. Yeah. like I was like, I miss that so much. I mean, because yeah. I mean, we've been just in live in a room or even driving church. Yeah, all we can hear is just one guy. We can't hear, you know, and all this stuff. Which I mean, I would love to hear the people singing in their cars, but sure, we don't have that, and so. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to congregation. And that's something we haven't even talked about on this, but we, we batted around a little bit yesterday is the idea of possibly doing something more engaging outdoors, right? Having drive in possibly down the road where we have drive in for people that want to stay in their car, but also where people can hear if they get out in their lawn chairs and do that. Since we're allowable now to do that, you know, everybody's kind of six feet away from each other, except for family units, but still be able to get out of your chairs, enjoy it a little bit more. Um, that's something we're thinking through. Uh, but we just want to be as careful as we can. There's so many people that have said, I love driving to church. Even though you're opening up, I want to come in. But my wife has struggled with cancer and she has autoimmune issues mm-hmm. or, you know, just people that don't want to put themselves in that situation. Yeah, I mean, well, my, 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 my family is a good example. Like, yeah. I mean, I use me as the example, but Brooks is so young right now. Yeah. And, and he can't social distance. Like, you can't teach yeah, a one and a half year old to social little. distance. And so yeah. I've just said, you know what? Best thing for us is just to stick with driving church for my family for a while until, you know, everything gets a little bit calmed down and, you know, the curve continues to flatten and all those things. Yeah. And so, I mean, which is fine with us. I mean, we're completely content with that because driving church is such a great option. It is good. And yeah. so it's not the same, but I'm looking forward to it. And so, sure. well, brother, I'm, this has been a great episode of Recharge Podcast. Hey, listen, if you haven't tuned in to any of the other episodes, you can go to our website, www www.12th.co and go to the resource tab and the rechurch podcast is what this is called you can scroll down click on it we have about nine ten episodes now i think so i can't remember now. I, I don't even know, man. We, we didn't even wear birthday hats for our 10 ep- for our 10th episode and so. i want to do a shout out to tyler i want to would you pray for tyler he, he's going through hebrew right now and uh i think this is the first episode i haven't complained about it <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you this: that Tyler's not only doing a Hebrew class from afar, distance learning. He's also doing it in a short time frame, the way the classes work, yeah. and he's doing it with another class. Yes. And so, uh, the fact that you didn't sleep much last night due to studying for Hebrew. Yeah. And then my son decided to wake up at four forty-five for yeah, breakfast. Like yeah. he was like wide awake. My wife either couldn't get me up or didn't wake me up because she had the kids wake up at like five a.m. Yeah. too. You know? And so, man, it's just it, it, it's it's a trial. But um, Thomas laughed at me when I said uh, that I was taking Hebrew in another class which, yeah when you said you were going to do it i laughed out loud you're like no oh, it's not a big deal he, your greek wasn't that bad you know I <laughs> which i mean greek was rough but i mean i mean i think i came out with like a like a mid b and then a high b you know in, yeah. in, in greek which i was like hey yeah i made it through it you know i survived yeah it's hard um, it, it was hard hebrew <laughs> it's like sanskrit <laughs> it's Dude, hard man there's uh, i'm a big star wars guy and there's an episode I, I was watching rats of skywalker the other night and there's that scene where like c3po like gets the sword like the little dagger and he pulls it out and it has like the sith language it's like that's hebrew yeah like, <laughs> it looks just like hebrew and i'm like man reading right to left like i showed ryan this thing i was like hey ryan can you look at this and the entire book is in right to left like even yeah, the yeah, numbers. yeah she goes yeah why is it like that? Because she's a kindergarten yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah. And so like, it's just so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm like in, I think I'm week four now, week five of Hebrew. And so I had a message with my professors the other night and apologized because I thought, man, look, I know I'm behind in this course, but I'm taking Hebrew. I'm working full time at a church right now. We're in the process of trying to reopen and all this. And so, and he said, man, I get it. And so, yeah. which I got to call him after this. And so we'll see what happens. But y'all, <laughs> thank y'all so much. Tune into our other episodes. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I know a lot good. of you have enjoyed this and doing video content. If y'all like this, this could be something that we do. I mean, who knows? Yeah. We could keep doing this. And so yeah. let us know. Um, if we may have faces for podcasts, but not faces for video. We'll see. <laughs> so tune in next week for the Recharge Podcast. Peace out, peeps.